Uh, there was one where they had to change one of the stands was I think Limp Biscuit, and they had to change it, and they basically couldn't yeah. come up with something that wasn't infinitely grosser. <laughs> they called it flaccid pancake. Yeah. My favorite is that or Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap, which they changed to Filthy Acts at a Reasonable Price. <laughs> That's pretty good. Hi, welcome to Our Beautiful Monster. I'm Katie. I'm Grayson. And we like monsters. What was that? <laughs> you took so long to say it, I laughed. I didn't. No, it's just Discord. I took the normal amount of time. Yeah. Anyway, it's fine. <laughs> hey, everybody, This is a, that was our third take on doing the thing that we say every time. <laughs> We're, like, it's fine. very good at this, huh? We're so yeah. good. We're, we're, we're so good, and we're so good at posting episodes all Yeah, time. I was gonna say, we definitely remember to put out all of our holiday specials. Yeah, we recorded a, holo- a Halloween special that wasn't Halloween-themed at all because our show's already kind of Halloween-themed, and then Grayson forgot to post yeah, it. Yeah, so... Um, and then he said he's gonna post it on November 31st <laughs> as a joke, but there is no November 31st, so I guess it's just not gonna happen. I don't know. I'll find some time that's funny to post it. Yeah, um, and then I forgot to post an episode for two weeks. Yeah. But now it's up, so it's fine. Let's not worry about it. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I mean, in, in theory, um, when you're listening to this already, Grayson will have posted his, his episode following the one that I just posted. Here's hoping. When we're recording, so it will will be confusing, maybe. I don't know. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Everything's, everything's great. I made bread yesterday. Oh, I ate bread yesterday. Yeah, was it, like, store-bought bread? <laughs> no, it was, um... My grandmama's pumpkin bread. I like pumpkin bread. I was going to make pumpkin bread, but then I realized it didn't have electric beaters, and then it took a while for them to arrive, and then I have pumpkin pie now, <laughs> so it seems redundant to make pumpkin bread, and I still wanted to make the other bread that I'd been meaning to make for like a month. Yeah. So I'll make pumpkin bread later, once I eat the two loaves of bread that I made. I've been... Grayson made some neat cookies. Yeah, I made, I made purple ones, and I made lazy snickerdoodles, and I made anisettes interesting way of describing them when you described them to me earlier you said that they were sugar cookies you put cinnamon yeah which on, is and now you're calling them lazy that's real, realistically they taste exactly the same with a little but like yeah but the snickerdoodles have a particular texture i yeah, feel like that's why they're lazy snickerdoodles not just snickerdoodles. yeah but i want the anisette cookies but i can't have them because they're many states away yeah no i i had some cinnamon frosting left over and i spread it on the pumpkin bread oh it does sound good i need a wire rack they're nice. I have Because my bread was supposed to cool on a wire rack. And I was like, it's probably fine. I thought about you because you were like, oh, I have to time out my cookies right because I only have one wire rack and I have a million cookies to cool. Mm. Which I don't normally use a wire rack for cookies. I just put them on a piece of tin foil. So that's what I did with the bread. And then like there was moisture that needed to escape and it made it all damp underneath. But luckily mm. I noticed that in time and was able to just sort of turn them over a little every once in a while while they were cooling. But now I know, and eventually I'll, I will purchase a wire rack so that that doesn't happen again. And you know, knowing is half the battle. Yeah. G.I. Joe, real American heroes. You know, you, you know. I was gonna say, you know, who else is a real American hero? But that doesn't. That's not a segue. <laughs> vampires are not. Not most of them aren't American, and they're most of them are not heroes. Yeah. But but anyway, it's time for va- the third part of our vampires special. It's not really special. It's just a regular episode, but it's. It's the first time we've had a multi-parter. Yeah, that, that well, the our beautiful monster non-denominational fourth quarter holiday special was oh, a four-parter. That's true, that is true, but that was a regular episode. No, that was something we slapped together as an emergency. Yeah, wait, I think I think it was good though. I enjoyed it. Was it was fun to record, certainly. Yeah, and I like the insane name you yeah, gave it. <laughs> yeah, but so in part one we talked about sort of vampire basics and then also i talked about jester carjari from uh Faye strange shake because that's why i started all this whole thing um and then part two we talked about some vampires around the world like the dip like grayson's new best friend the dip <laughs> and now we're gonna talk about some vampire examples of vampires from various pop culture pop. yeah i've selected a bunch from the wikipedia list 
and I'm going to talk about them a little bit, mostly focusing on what makes them distinct from other vampires. Did you include Count Chocula? You will find out, <laughs> won't you? I suppose I will. Like, now, with the, with the vampires around the world, they were in no particular order, but this case is because I was pulling <coughs> from the Wikipedia list. Um, they're in order of when they came out. So we're starting with the oldest and going to the newest. Okay. So, so first one I'm going to talk about is Carmilla. Uh, from a novella published in 1871. She basically has all the typical vampire traits you'd expect, but she's notable for being... Uh, for this, nove- this novella, it's a novella, it's not a full book, it's a novella. That it predates Bram Stoker's Dracula by 25 years. Mm. And Grayson will point out that, uh, what you, would you say it was called? It's Beat for Beat, the second act of Dracula, but with lesbians. No, but the, there was another book that came before Carmilla. Uh, Vampire. Yeah, Vampire also came before Dracula, but Grace said it was not good, so who cares? Yeah. Um, but what makes Car- yeah, Carmilla is different because it's, it's similar, it's basically like Dracula, but it's lesbians. Lesbian vampire did it first. Yeah. Yeah, good for her. Hell yeah. Um, and it, apparently in the novel, it's not like her being a lesbian isn't really shown as being evil, which is cool. It's just also a thing that she is. Yeah. Um, and then ne- uh, next, I, I'm skipping Dracula. If I ever read the book, he can get his own episode. It'll be the vampire part four, but it's not going to be like the next one I do. Unless I read it really soon. Who knows? Who knows what will happen? Mm. But, I, but I'm skipping because you, 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 you all know. You know Dracula. You know of Ladder too. Also, also, also technically Dracula is later down on this list in a different series, so it's fine. Oh boy. Yeah. There's a lot of Draculas. Um, but speaking of Dracula, Nosferatu, 1922, is a movie. Nosferatu. Well, see, here's the thing. That's apparently not what the character's called. <laughs> really? No, his name is Count Orlock. Oh, that's it's much cooler. I don't. I I think Nosferatu sounds better. It sounds more sexy. <laughs> well, he's not. So he he's not. No, he's not. He's he's known for being kind of a hideous rat weirdo. Yeah, I would have called him a bat. Did weirdo. you? Bat rat. He's he's kind of he's got like kind of rat teeth. Mm. And the big bat ears. Mm. But did you know that the movie was intended to be an unauthorized adapt- adaptation of Dracula? Really. Yeah, yeah. It was apparently like like it's the whole thing with like Manor and him trying to like seduce a lady and all that. But apparently it was so similar that uh, Bram Stoker's heirs sued and actually won a court case <laughs> to have all the film reels destroyed. Oh my! Yeah, luckily some survived, and now it's considered like classic film. Mm. Yeah. Um. Interesting to know is that unlike Dracula, Count Orlock does not need to be invited in. Interesting. Yeah, and he is killed by sunlight like we expected. But apparently, Dracula pr- proper isn't killed by sunlight, despite it being a very traditional vampire weakness. Uh, from what I understand, he's just weakened by it. He he is weakened by it, but at midday he actually becomes stronger. For just like one minute. I don't know. It just said midday. It didn't specify whether it was exactly noon or not. But here's my question, Grayson. Yes. Does this mean that Gawain is a Dracula? Hmm. Is Gawain a Dracula? Yeah. Not huh. a vampire. Specifically a Dracula. He is. He's, that is a, good a lot of vampires question. are supposed to be, like, very beautiful to yeah. seduce people. He's kind of, I guess, probably handsome. Um, I think it depends on which adaptation of King Arthur. Uh, because in a lot of them, he's Christian. So. <laughs> that would be a problem, yeah. 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 So uh, he may or may not be a Dracula, depending. Maybe he's a, a Dampier, half Dracula. That's what Dampier is, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like that's what that word is. I just thought it was another spelling of, or like a regional spelling of vampire. No, I think they're like half Draculas. Because hmm. isn't that what Alucard in Castlevania is called? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've seen the show! Yes, and... I think they just call him a vampire. Oh, I don't remember. Anyway, um, also to note for Nosferatu, uh, to match his appearance, he does have ratmancy. Nice. He can control rats. I think you would call that ratusmancy. 
Yeah, but Ratmancy sounds funnier. That's fair. Yeah. Um, okay, so the next one, I'm going to tell you the year, and I want you to try to guess which, which one this is. Okay. 1971. Blackula. No. <laughs> um, no, he was not on the list. Uh, 19... I'll, I'll give you a hit. This is just when it started. When it first came out. But it's t- still going to this day. What? In a limited release. I have no idea. Every year around ha- every year around Halloween. Oh, is it the Hammer back. Draculas? The what? Hammer Va- Dracula movies? No, it's Count Chocula! Oh. Oh, now I feel like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, that's why, I, that's why I was trying to get you to guess it. Because it's one you wanted. Yeah, no, yeah, okay, okay! <laughs> yeah, so the Monster Serials debuted in 1971 with Count Chocula, uh, Boo Berry, and... Uh, what's the uh, Frankenberry? Mm. I don't. I think I don't think the other the two other ones. I think they weren't initially, and they were added later, and then also discontinued. But I don't remember. Anyway, they're not important. Anyway, Count Chocula. I I feel like it is relevant to note that Count Chocula has none of the normal vampire weaknesses he, while having most of the standard powers. But he does get soggy in milk. And we'll, let me get to that. And I here, but based on what I just said, I would posit that thus he could be considered as unto a god among the other vampires. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he also teams up yeah. with Frankenstein and the Wolfman, so it's pretty powerful. Yeah, yeah. and so, like, uh, as like Grayson likes to tell us, his weakness is getting soggy in milk, but he also has the weaknesses of mastication and expiration date. <laughs> so you can chew him and he expires. Hey, here's my question. Is, is Count Chocula's soul in his cereal, or is he some sort of cereal golem? Is he made of cereal, or is he is this his cereal like some sort of horcrux? I I prefer the idea that he is some horrifying vampire made entirely out of puffed wheat. <laughs> yeah, like he's a cereal golem. Yeah. It does say he has the power to turn into milk, chocolate, and fifteen vitamins and minerals. <laughs> <laughs> so I am feeling like he's made of cereal. He's a cereal man. Oh. Very interesting, Count Chocula lore. Do you know what my favorite of the cereals' names is? Um, I like Fruit Brute, personally. I was going to say Fruit Brute. Yeah. It tells you nothing about what flavor it is or what monster it's supposed to be. It's just Fruit Brute. Well, fruit's a flavor. I mean, but it's not. It's specifically orange-flavored. Oh, as a I werewolf. didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, but you can't pass up the, the great assonance of Fruit Brute. <laughs> they couldn't call it Orange Werewolf Orange. No, that's, that doesn't sound cool at all. Tangerine wolf mean. Okay, here's the counterpoint. Booberry and Frankenberry. Both just say berry. Don't specify what kind. Yeah, but booberry is at least a pun. Yeah. Well, is it? I guess it is. Well, here's the thing. His cereal is not specifically blueberry flavored. It's just berry flavored. Oh. I don't know. I never eat those Frankenberry is, is strawberry, but booberry is just berry, as far as I'm aware. Yeah. It's not blueberry specifically. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, that's kind of, that's kind of Chocula. I, I brought him up because I knew Grayson would want me to, and also because I found some interesting knowledge about him. <laughs> I wasn't expecting him to have any of the regular vampire powers. I expected him to just have cereal-related powers, but no, he has. He apparently has other. He has. He can. He can control electricity. Apparently. Oh. I don't know. I'm sure he just does it in a commercial at some point. But why? Do you think you can get him with a steak, or do you think it has to be a spoon? It didn't specify. I don't think a spoon would kill him. No, if you put a spoon directly into his heart, you don't think it would kill him? No, it says you have to chew, you'd have to either chew him or wait for him to expire or pour milk on him. Those are the options. Fair enough. Those are the only options. Fair enough. Um, next one. From 1979. Bonicula. Bonicula? That's the bunny Dracula. Yeah, he is. Nice. He's a vampire bunny. It's a, it's, a, it's a children's book. It's a YA book, I think. Um, but basically, the cat in the house is convinced that the new r- rabbit is a Dracula. Is he correct? Well, they keep finding vegetables on the floor that have been bleached white, as if they've had all of the juice drained out of them. <laughs> and the cat finds two little puncture holes in the sides of these vegetables. And so the cat is convinced, and the dog is not convinced, and the cat keeps getting caught in his, like, schemes to try to expose Bonicula and the family keeps getting annoyed with the cat because animals don't talk 
Yeah. To, other than to, to each other. Yeah. He doesn't seem like he's malicious. He just wants to drink the blood of vegetables. His only known weakness is garlic. That tracks. Yeah. I mean, he could probably kill him by other means. It just It's not attempted in the book because it's for children. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. Do you think he could turn into a, a swarm of smaller bats with bunny ears? He doesn't seem to have any magic powers. <laughs> he just drains the juice from vegetables. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I've never read these books. I read this one and then the sequel that didn't have Bunnicula in it. What? There, they, he did a whole. There's a whole bunch of books in this series, and some of them have Bunnicula in them, and one of them doesn't. And I had that one on cassette for some reason. Ooh, I remember listening to books on cassette. 1986 is when Castlevania starts, but I'm not going to talk about it because it could also be its a whole entire episode. Uh, I, real quick, I want to just say that pretty much every Castlevania okay. song is a jam. Yeah. Uh, the classic is Vampire uh, Killer. Vampire Killer, and then the the one that's got blood in the title. Bloody Tears. Bloody Tears. Yeah, those are the two classic ones. So if you don't know Castlevania and like want to listen to some cool video game music, go look those up. Mm. But yeah, I, I will say since... I feel like it's. I also want to have its own episode because I don't know anything about the games, so I'd want to do research or play a game or watch someone else play a game. But I have seen the Netflix series, and I do like how they have sort of these vampires around the world, sort of menagerie, who all sort of have their own sort of unique powers. Mm. Like the Japanese vampire can like turn into mist. Yeah. And then the other vampires I've seen doing that, which is cool. The Indian vampire has two swords. Or not, yeah, not really, not really a power, but it's fine. Actually, that was the Arabic vampire. My mistake. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the Indian vampire was a lady. I don't know what she, I can't remember what she did. I think she got killed pretty quick and didn't have any speaking lines. So. Yeah. Well, mo- I don't. None of the international vampires had any speaking lines other than um, Godbrand and Carmela. And Carmela, yeah. Um, but no. They chose to put Simon and Richter in Smash, which I think was probably the correct choice. Yeah, I guess. But I've only ever seen the show, uh, so I would have played them more if it was Trevor. Yeah, but here's the thing: it wouldn't look like the one, the design from the animated show it would no, look like him in the game, which yeah. isn't as cool looking. Yeah. So it's probably fine. It's weird that the only character designs they ported over directly were like uh, Hector. Dracula and Alucard. Everyone else is completely redesigned. This, well, because you can't. I think that Dr- Dracula and Alucard's designs were already pretty fucking cool, whereas Trevor's kind of sucked. Yeah, he's from the nineties. Yeah. He's just sort of a barbarian. Anyway, let's not talk about any more about Castlevania because I'm saying it's gonna get its own episode. Yeah. And the next year, in 1987, was when JoJo's Bizarre Adventure started. Got that that had vampires in it. It sure does in the, the part one, uh, but honestly, the the vampires in JoJo are ironically pretty pretty typical and not bizarre. The one difference I would say is that the only way to destroy them is the sun exposure. You can stake them or cut their heads off, and they'll just regenerate. What about the fact that they also have laser eyes? Does Dio do that? Yeah, Dio has laser eyes in part one. Okay, I forgot <laughs> that he had laser eyes. <laughs> I guess I guess does that, um, but you know what's funny though is when I just, I realized in my research, Grayson. Mm. So apparently, vampires were created by the Pillarmen. Oh. To be a food source, with the Pillarmen being very similar in concept but more powerful. Do you know this reminds me of Grayson? No. Um, you remember we talked about the vampires in Fate? Oh yeah, I guess that is the. It's like the true ancestors and the dead apostles from Fate again. Yeah. Yeah, hmm. where the true, true ancestors, who are a type of vampire, made the dead apostles as an emergency food source. And also the dead apostles are more similar to the classical concept of vampires than true ancestors are. I wonder if that's either a Jojo reference or based off some Japanese myth I'm not aware of. I'm trying to think if there's a lot of Jojo references in, in, in Fate. I mean, other than Ozymandias. Well, he's not a JoJo reference. He just happens to have Dio's voice actor, and I think they leaned into it by having his head get cut off. And they also have him scream, it's me, Ozymandias, several times. That's true. Again, yeah, but again, I think these, like, he was not voiced by Dio until Fake Grand Order, so he already yeah. had the sort of personality. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I think his reference is because of the fact that his voice actor is Dio. But I don't know. Maybe it's Quintus. Maybe it's not. Who knows? 
I think a lot of JoJo influenced a lot of things. Mm. Anyway, the, I think the Pillar Men deserve their own episode at some point because they're pretty weird. One of them's named Cars. Yeah, well, they're all named after bands. It's Cars, ACDC, and um, Wham. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next, 1997, Helsing. I, I've watched Helsing Ultimate. I've I've watched a couple episodes. It's not typically my thing, but uh, I, I'm no, not. I don't particularly care for it. It's very edgy and grim, dark, and like Nazis. Uh. Yeah, no, it was definitely a thing I was into in high school. Yeah, I I never fully got into it, but I I, I bring it up because I do like how they've done Alucard, who's he's just straight up Vlad Dracula Tepish. Yeah. Yeah. And he's just like, whoa, what up? To disguise my identity, I'll call myself Alucard, which is just Dracula backwards. But he's a peak example of, like, an eldritch horror vampire. Yeah, he gets, like, exploded into a wall of eyes on multiple times. Yeah, he does turn into a formless smog with a million eyes. Yeah. And, like, manifests a terrible hellhound mouth out of it. Yeah. And it's all very cool. Here, I, I brought up some visual aids, which I guess you don't need because you're clearly familiar with it. Yeah. But I'm going to send it to you anyway because okay. they're cool to look at. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the gif isn't working. Whatever. You know, he does that thing where he's... He activates his trap card. Yeah, he activates his trap card, and then he, then he turns into a smog with a million eyes, and then he grows this big hellhound mouth out of it, and then he eats that guy. Yeah. Yeah, this is like the first episode of Helsing Ultimate, and then it's like, you know what, this is cool, but I don't think I need any more, because the rest of it I did not like at all. No, yeah, it's real gross. Yeah, it's gross, but like I just like the concept. It's very cool that he's a sort of like really old and thus becomes more and more powerful and who can do this incredible nonsense horror magic but then half time he spends just running around shooting people with huge guns I'm like why yeah why do that when you can turn into a a horrible hell monster I you know I agree with you yeah but he's like tremendously overpowered there's like a million other vampires who think they can step to him and he's every time he's just like oh no you beat my first form blows their head off in one hit and he's like that was boring yeah it's just like a overpowered picture show yeah he just he's got like every basic vampire skill in the book along with like he can summon like familiar the familiars of people he's defeated in the past Mm. and then on the in the weaknesses section on the wikipedia page there's like three different sections that say fatal except for alucard So to other vampires in this house, like, it is this this particular one is fatal, but Alucard for some reason just it just he just is like no, not no, I don't think so. He can just do that. Sort so of he's thing. overpowered even by the standards of this whack ass manga with Nazis in it. Yeah. So it's like there's just not a lot of stakes, really. Well, I mean, there's plenty because the, for the, all the vampires. <gasps> Shut up! No. up uh. I'm gonna kick your ass, and I'm gonna take a brief detour. So it's the oh. year 2000. Suki Suki has come out. Oh, yes. We already talked about we already talked about Dead Apostles in part one, but I need, I need I have learned some new information. Okay. So I need to be know that fate vampires are immune to most normal vampire weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Like you can like hit them with weapons and stuff, so maybe it's not that impressive. But uh, Dead Apostles are weak to the sun. But for some reason, uh, running water also will stop a Dead Apostle. So as long as I have a hose. Yeah. You like spin around in the circle really fast. <laughs> With the hose? <laughs> that would work? Probably would not work. They're probably less effective than just spraying them with the hose. Running water doesn't kill them. It acts as a barrier. They can't cross running water. Water runs through the hose. If I just leave the hose in front of me, they just can't get to me. Well, they could come around the other side of where, where behind not you. Not if I so make a ring thing. with the hose in front of me. Oh, so, oh, so you're just going to just coil the hose up around you? Yeah, then I'm. they can't get through to me. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that would stop Jester Carture. Who knows? <laughs> um, next, from 2005, Twilight. Mm. Yeah, we all, we all love to shit on Twilight. But hey, listen. Maybe them sparkling makes sense because their skin is apparently harder than diamonds. Mm. Did you know that? No. I did not know that. I do know two things about diamonds. Yeah? I know that diamonds are forever. Uh-huh. And I know that diamond is unbreakable, so. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There I go. So, now, it doesn't say that their skin is made of diamonds, but maybe, it maybe, and that's why it sparkles? That's still stupid, though. I don't know. I like the idea of, of diamond hard skin. That's cool. 
here's the thing. Diamond is hard, but it's fragile. It's like, you can't make a wall of diamonds. You can just hit that with a rock and it'll shatter because it's a crystal lattice. It's Well, how is diamond. that hard then? It's hard because nothing can scratch it. You can still break it. Mm. Well, Metal is hard. Wood is hard, but you can break it. Diamond is rigid and inflexible, which means it's prone to breaking. Do you think that's why Greed's ultimate shield is, like, it's still made of carbon, but it does not manifest as, like, diamond to be expressed that hard? It's still black, like, carbon. Yeah, that would be better because it would be more flexible. Yeah, I don't know what exactly it's, it's the, the structure of carbon that they're using there, but it's probably not diamond. No. But here's another cool thing. I'm going to sell you one to the Twilight Vampires, Grayson. Okay. I'm not actually going to, but maybe. <laughs> uh, so, so their teeth are, their, their teeth are sharp and they're serrated. Okay. Which is wild. And coated in venom. Okay. But they're not pointed. So I'm a little confused. But, so, I mean. The only animal I know of that has a thing like that is yeah. a Gila monster. That's cool. So the thing about... Their, wait, their, te- their teeth aren't sharp? Uh, they're sharp, but no sharper than, like, a normal lizard. Um, they just have... No, I guess uh, pointed, rather, is what I meant. Yeah. No, they have grooves down their teeth, mm-hmm. and they bite and shake to put venom into things. Because their teeth are, like, serrated. Yeah. Because they don't bite to hunt. Like, they don't use their venom mm-hmm. to hunt. They use their venom to, if you try to hunt them, you're going to have a miserable time. You're probably not going to die. How do they hunt? Uh, ambush. Well, they're, still, they're still biting when they're when they're when they're hunting. Yeah, they're not using their venom though. Okay. Uh, the Gila monster venom makes you horribly, horribly sick and and puts you in excruciating pain, but it doesn't kill you. Well, that's good. Yeah. Uh, it's meant to teach you to never bother a Gila monster again. That that makes sense. Yeah. That's nice of them not to kill you. So what I'm saying is, why are Twilight Vampires Gila monsters? Because it's cool. Gila, Gila monsters are cool. Why are you mad about that? Because it doesn't make sense. Don't worry about nah. it. Don't you want... Listen, if you complain about vampire weird weird vampire choices, then everyone's just going to keep making the same stupid Dracula nonsense and never do anything interesting or different. I guess. Yeah. I just think that it's weird that they have venom. Vampires don't typically have venom. No, because it's not particularly effective once you're human-sized. Big things don't really have venom. Yeah. Um, but also, here's another cool thing. Mm. Uh, it, decapitation will not kill a Twilight Vampire. Interesting. It paralyzes them, but they can, I guess, put their heads back on? So what if you put their head in a metal box? I don't know. Then it's like Dio. Then, it's just, then you just made Dio again. That's what happened with Dio. They tried to contain his head, and then d- eventually he got out. <laughs> okay. But but I think it's interesting that it's this is noted because it means for me it means that it happened in canon. For us to know that, which is like wow, Twilight, I didn't expect you to decapitate people. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> You're just not having any of this, are you? No. But yeah, but they have like the sort of the standard suite of enhanced abilities and healing. But there are some that are gifted with special abilities like psychic like psychic abilities or pyrokinesis or maybe other things. I feel like I, pyrokinetic vampires just seems like a bad idea. It does, you can't say that because when we made our own vampires on the last vampire part, you made a fly man who could throw his ex- exploding head. Yeah, but that exploded. It wasn't fire. Okay, explosions create fire, Grayson. Not necessarily. Most of them do. How do you know Grigori's what? head isn't just concussive? Is it? Uh-huh. You'd have to ask Grigori. You made him. <laughs> well, you said that when he's defeated, he turns into confetti, so maybe the head's also confetti. <laughs> I did see that. <laughs> oh. Here's, well, here's, it's got to do something, because otherwise it's not a good deterrent. Yeah, I think it's an explosive. I don't think it is a fireball. I think it's like he throws well, a frag grenade at you, but it's his head. That's lame. Anyway, that's, so that's Twilight, and now I'm like, maybe I will read Twilight, but probably I won't. But who yeah. knows? Uh, um, no, I didn't have anything else to say. Okay, um, and then I just have one more on my list, on my personal list for me. Um, so, uh, 2010, Monster High. Okay. You know, 
a series of dolls that are basically just like the sexy Halloween costume equivalent of various monsters. Yes. But for kids. Mm. Occasionally they do cool stuff. Like they made a Gorgon guy who's got snake hair. That is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but mostly they just, they sort of are different with their weird colors and they maybe have like fangs or pointy ears or whatever. Mm. Um, but so there's a, there's a vampire girl. Her name's Draculara. She's in, they're all, they're all like the, the, the children of the real monster. So she's like the daughter of Dracula. Interesting. Yeah. Or I think, or maybe just the daughter of the vampire. I don't remember. Anyway, it's not important, but, um, I just wanted to share that apparently in this, in this series, uh, vampires don't naturally show up on film. As is is classical thing for them to do, but there is an app that allows them to. <laughs> I just think that's cute. Oh boy. I just think that's funny and like, oh, that that that's very much the, the kind of thing that would happen in the, in the, this that series for that kind of audience. And I thought thought that was nice. Yep, that's yeah. that's pretty good. All right. And now bon, bon, bonus round. Yes. From 2011, Magic the Gathering Innistrad. Grayson, tell me about the Innistrad vampires. So the Innistrad vampire, so Innistrad is inspired by gothic horror in general. So they take a lot of their steps from the Draculas. Um, I think they are weakened by sunlight, but are not killed by it. Uh, But harsh enough light will kill them. It doesn't actually have to be sunlight. Oh, that's different. Um, And all sorts of different vampires can do different things. There's a really cool card that uh, it transforms, so it like flips to its backside. And its backside is literally just mist. Oh. Mist is unblockable, and when it hits, you can turn it back into a vampire. Neat. Uh, I like that. I feel like turning it to mist is underutilized vampire power. Yeah. Um, so the way the vampires on Innistrad, the first vampire was the planeswalker Soren Markov. I've heard of him. So his grandfather, Edgar Markov, made this crazy blood ritual with a demon. Cool. Uh, and Soren was the first person to drink the blood. Uh, and so Soren turned into a vampire, and the horrific pain from the experience ignited his planeswalker spark, uh, flicking him halfway across the multiverse. Oh, no. Yeah. So everyone thought he just, like, exploded. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they still drank the blood. Oh. <laughs> didn't they think they were going to explode, too? Yeah. But they didn't care. They wanted their rich people. They wanted power and uh, everlasting life. Okay, but usually... If you're a rich person and you want those things, normally it's sort of outweighed by your desire to not explode. Well. Do they just think that it was like, oh, he just did it wrong? I don't know. <laughs> it's not that well documented. It's on, like, one card. That's fair. It's, uh, the other big vampires from there, the other big one is Olivia Voldaren, head of uh, House Voldaren. Mm-hmm. So, well, House Markov is the more severe, intense uh, Dracula's. They're white-black. Uh-huh. Uh, House Voldaren is red-black, and so they're all about uh, wild abandon, sexy. and yeah, they do the sexy vampire stuff, and also the draining yeah. people completely of their blood at a banquet, and that kind of thing. What do the Markovs do if they don't drain people completely? I mean, they're more subtle. They're a little more severe and intense Eastern European nobility. They'll just have a little snack. Yeah. Like, they're like the, they're like the Vlad, Vlad Tepes yeah. vampires. And, uh, for them. Yeah, that's that's basically Innistrati vampires. Are there other other vampires? Uh, later this next year, uh, they're releasing a new Innistrad set. Oh, good for them! And it's split into two. It's Innistrad vampires and Innistrad werewolves. Oh, I don't know. There's werewolves there too, but that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it's all gothic horror. the The five tribes of Innistrad are red, black vampires. Wait, wait, oh. wait, 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 wait! I want to guess. Okay. Vampires. Yes. Werewolves. Yes. Z- zombies. Yes. Ghosts? Yes. Mm, witches? N- no. Mm, Eldrazi? <laughs> um, it's complicated. Eldritch Moon is a whole thing. Okay. Uh, so what's the fifth uh, one? Humans. Oh, I forgot. I forgot humans might still exist. They had to exist because otherwise who the vampire is going to eat? Exactly. Yeah. So you have the four, or the, basically the three tribes of monsters... And spirits who can either be monsters or friendly ghosts. They're usually monsters. Like Casper. Yeah, and then it's humans trying to survive. Yeah. Now, did the Eldrazi stuff happen in, in Innistrad? Or was that somewhere else? Yeah, so most of the Eldrazi stuff happens on Zendikar. Uh-huh. But Nahiri, who is another planeswalker from Zendikar, mm-hmm. thousands of years ago used Soren and Ugin's help to trap the Eldrazi there. 
And if something oh, cool. bad happened, they were supposed to come help her. Uh, did, did they not? Uh, they didn't because Ugin couldn't because he was dead. Oh, that's, that's a fair excuse. Uh, and Soren didn't because he didn't want to. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, so she got mad. And then they had a spat, and he jammed her in a rock that trapped her there for another thousand years. Rude. Yeah. Um, and then she broke out when the Hell Vault was broken oh, open. Good. The, the what? The Hell Vault. It's an enormous oh. spike. So the moon on Innistrad is made out of silver. Oh, that's cool. And Wait, that's not an issue for the werewolves? No, it's actually why they turn into werewolves. Oh. So it's sort of a reverse of what silver normally does with werewolves, which is kill them. Yeah. Yeah. So the Hell Vault was a sliver of the moon that Soren was using to trap the real bad Nyx of uh, Innistrad, and then his angel daughter he created, Avacyn, uh, got trapped in there with Nahiri, and in the set, Avacyn restored, Liliana broke open the Hell Vault, releasing demons and Avacyn. Cool. Um, now, is there another type of vampires in Magic besides the ones in Innistrad? Yeah, there's a lot of different ones. Very few of them have their origins divine so clearly, but... So you'd say the Innistrad are like the, the, the bulk of the vampire stuff. Yeah, they're the classic vampires. Zendikar also has vampires. Mm -hmm. Its vampires are a race from thousands of years in the past. Uh, cool. They were created by basically pa as pawns of Ulamog, the Eldrazi Titan. Which is, yeah. Uh, so they drink blood, and theirs is more like a disease that they have to deal with. Sad. Yeah. So while all the Innistrad vampires are cursed, all the Zendikar ones are diseased. Sucks to be them. I bet the Innistrad vampires think they're better than those oh, guys. Oh, almost though. certainly. They're kind of pompous asses for the most part. Yeah. They they switch between bloodthirsty rage and pompous ass. That's that's, that's the classic Dracula way to be. Hmm. But yeah, the point um, I was getting to about the whole moon thing is that Nahiri got out of the vault, got mad, and dragged Emrakul over to Innistrad, and that's how he got Eldritch Moon. Because now, no now they, um, after Emrakul was like, no, I'm not going to eat this plane, she trapped herself in the moon. Which, I, I'll, I'll say for this, Emrakul is one of the Eldrazi peoples. Mm. Who are just like big Eldritch god people. She's a big squid thing. Things she drains turn into bismuth. That's cool. I like bismuth. Uh, but yeah, she gets she jams herself in the moon because she decides it's not time to eat Innistrad. That's nice. Yeah. Alright, um, any other vampires you want to bring up? Um, so I've never played Curse of Strahd, but he's a famous vampire uh -huh. from D&D. &D. Oh yeah. yeah, I thought about D&D. &D. I feel like the D&D &D vampires are pretty much sort of they're, generically what you'd expect from a vampire. Yeah, they're not super interesting. Which is why I didn't bring it up that it's in D&D, &D, but they are in D&D. &D. Most things are in D&D. &D. Most things are in D&D. &D. Yeah. Oh, um, there is a faction of vampires in Warhammer Fantasy. Uh, see, I thought about that, but then I didn't know how well you knew Warhammer Fantasy, so I didn't ask you to talk about it. But if you can talk about it, then please go yeah, ahead. Me... Tell us about Because I'm sure that they, they, did a, they did it weird, I'm sure. I trust them to do, have done it weird. Uh, one of them is vampires. I don't remember which one. Okay. But there's vampires. They do vampire things. They're pretty Warhammerified, but otherwise they're pretty standard. Oh, okay. All right, well then. Yeah, here's a picture. I'll send you a picture of a... A picture of a vampire lord on a zombie dragon. Oh my goodness. So like the Night King in the end of Game of Thrones. Yeah, I think I think it's the the flesh eater courts or ghouls and vampires. Is he wearing armor over his face or does he have a red face? Uh he's wearing armor over his face. He looks kinda silly. Uh, yeah, he does. <laughs> but the, the, the... The zombie dragon does look cool. If I wasn't solidly a Seraphon player, I'd probably be Grand Alliance Death. I don't know what a seraphon is. They're lizard men. They're Aztec-themed lizard men that ride on dinosaurs. Oh, the dinosaur ones. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, but anyway, so how should we do? How should we do ratings? Um, I don't know. There's a lot of things to rate. Do we want to do like we did last time, where we picked like a favorite one, and then one we want to be, and then we then can do our final re re revision of a vampire created from what we learned today. Yeah, yeah, we'll create our own vampire, but yeah. uh, we'll, 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 re we'll, what's the word I'm looking for? We'll edit our previous vampire creations. Okay, that makes sense. All right, so, so which one is your favorite of the ones we talked about today, Grayson? Um, Not, like, and I would say regardless of what, of the series as a whole, just like sort of the vampire execution 
the way they did a vampire in in, in these things. I kind of think I have to say it's Alucard. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. That's why I specified the series doesn't have to be good. Yeah. It's just very cool. It's a very and also I'd say I think it's a pretty unique way of doing. It. I don't. I can't think of a lot of other series that really went leaned into like making them eldritch monstrosities. Yeah, it's pretty radical. I guess I guess the ones in Fate kind of do, but they're oftentimes not really they're not really in Fate so much doing that mm. as the other ones. So far, yeah, I think it's I think it's Al- Alucard wins for being this, like he's he's just cool. He's overpowered, but he is cool. I just think he's neat. Mhm. Um, which one would you? Which kind of these vampires would you want to be? I do really like cereal. <laughs> but you couldn't eat cereal. You'd be made of cereal. We we established this. That's true. Well, I definitely don't want diamond hard skin because I'd be too brittle. Um, I don't want to be eternally cursed. That kind of sounds like it would suck. Yeah. Do you want me to run through your options? Yeah, give me a double check. Alright, so you could be a lesbian vampire? Well, I'm a guy, so that would be hard. Yeah. You could be a, a weird gargoyle rat man vampire, like like Count Orlock. Tempting. Uh, you could be Count Chocula. Also tempting. You could be Banicula. Hmm. We technically mentioned Castlevania, so you could be those. Hmm. You could be a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure vampire and have only one weakness. Yeah, but then I would have to be so buff, it would be really hard to lower my arms. <laughs> That's true. Um, you could be an Alucard. Yeah, I don't really have any interest in being that overpowered. No, you could be... We t- Again, we, we did technically mention Tsukihime, so you could technically be a dad apostle. You could be a Twilight vampire, mm. or you could be a Monster High vampire, or you could be an Innistrad vampire. <sighs> I'm going to stick with Chocula. Alright, that's a, a, definitely a choice. I'm gonna I'm go get soggy and milk. <laughs> and then you'll die. That's what kills them. Yep. I feel like... I almost kind of want to say Dead Apostle. They're very odd. But they're not... not you're not necessarily super overpowered. Mm. But I guess then the church would always be hunting you down. And I don't know if I want to get killed by some shitty priest. Yeah, imagine if you're just like at work and Kotamine Kire pops up. Well, then I get to meet Kotamina Kira. That would be a bad thing, I would say. It, it, I mean, it would be. Well, also, you know, technically, he, if, if we're assuming that we're in the face of the night timeline, he is dead, so it's not really an issue for him specifically. If, if any of the priests that exist in in Fate now... You'd get to fight Hansa Cervantes. Yes, because he lives in America, and he's the most, re- and most recent in the timeline. We've seen him. Uh-huh. If I had to get killed by, by a, a vampire-hunting priest... I think I could do worse than Hansa Cervantes. You know, while, while we were what? talking, I had a vivid image that I need to describe to you. Please. Uh, you know that comic of the girl reaching for, like, a can of peaches or something, and she's, like, and also reaching for it is Hatsune Miku, and she's like, Hatsune Miku. Oh, it's yeah. just you, but it's it's Kotamine Kire. <laughs> Both reaching for the no, same no, can I... of extremely spicy Mapo tofu. <laughs> I wouldn't reach for that. <laughs> I don't like tofu. <laughs> if I went for any, you know, because Hanza also likes really spicy food. So I want it to be Hanza and it could be some other s- spicy curry because he doesn't specifically like mapo tofu. <sighs> I don't know. I think, I just think that the, the there's a lot of, oh, actually, you know what? I don't want to be that apostle because all of, all of their abilities are just trained. They don't have any in, innate magical abilities. They just had to figure out how to do them. So I don't want to be a dead apostle, actually. Mm. I want to be, you know what? I'm going to be a monster high vampire. <laughs> It just seems low stakes, and I don't have to worry about people coming to kill me. But you don't get to be made out of cereal like me. I don't want to be made out of cereal. I think, and then, <laughs> they, then they, you know what, and they, you know what, and I get to wear cute outfits because they wear cute outfits. I think it's for me, it's that, or it's the, the JoJo vampire. Yeah. Because I don't know, could be. I mean, I think as a woman, I'm I'm not required to be buff in the same way. Yeah. So, seems pretty low stakes for yeah. me. And just if I don't bother the Joe Stars, they'll probably leave me alone. I think for the most part, if you're Dracula, all you have to do is not be really suspicious and try to like take yeah. over England or some shit. Yeah, well, he didn't. He was in Egypt. But I mean, not... I was thinking about Dracula specifically, actually. But yeah. Oh okay, yeah, yeah. All right, so how, so let's let's work on let's work on your guy first. Your what's his uh, name? Grigory Pastafajul. Given what we learned today, 
which I feel like isn't very much, but it's fine. What are you going to add to Dugori Pastafari? Like, we already discussed the details of his head explosion. You need to you need to pick on, on what exactly happened when his head explodes. All right, I think when he pops off his head and throws it, uh, it's like a firework goes off. So there is fire involved. Yeah, because I decided it would be funnier, because I've decided he's also weak to fire. <laughs> I think that was established Yeah, you can, you can... I don't remember how I said you kill Grigori Pastafari. I remember that the way you dealt with him was you, you would dye milk red and he thought it was blood and he would drink it because actually he likes milk. Which doesn't make sense. So I think you just introduce him to the idea of a, of a grocery store so he can buy his own milk. I think that... Um, so Grigori throwing his explosive head is, is a last resort um, because he can't mm-hmm. be killed by fire. But if he's lit on fire, he doesn't go out for six days and it's extremely painful. And so, so it, in Ben of Six Days, he doesn't just turn to ash. No, it just hurts a lot. That's weird, but cool. Because I, well, here's the thing: with his head turning into fire, I'm really getting. I didn't mention it before, even though I was thinking it. I get Blacephalon vibes from this guy. See, visually, I think he has Buzzwole vibes. Well, because he's a fly yeah. man. Yeah. Well, he's a mosquito man. Is he? Is he buff? I think he's like. I think he's got a bodybuilder's, or not a body, but like a like a strong man's body. Okay, so so he's not like doesn't have defined musculature, but he is like beefy. Yeah, yeah. like a working man's yeah. muscle. I do want to remind you that mine is a himbo vampire, so so you better watch yourself and not angle in on my. No, turn. mine's a bear. He's okay. he's hairier. Yeah. Also, he has a mosquito head, so. He does. <laughs> Grigori Pastafishul is a disaster of a character, and that will not he stop is. me from loving him. Is there anything else you want to add? Um. Mm, no, I was going to try to add something, some Eldritch bullshit to him, but I think he's fine. I think he's already so complicated that he doesn't need anything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas mine is, mine, Ch- uh, Chad, Chad, Chad Killa Tepesh, which is his name. Um, all that I really, it, I said I wanted to have some of the weirder powers. But other than that, he, basically the idea was just he's a himbo vampire. <laughs> but so I'm going to take Alucard's weird Eldritch monstrosity powers and give them to Chad. Nice. So he can just turn into fog with eyes, which actually I already have an, another character of mine that does that. So, whoops. When I was when I was looking at Alucard, I was like, did was I subconsciously inspired by this when I made Eden? I don't know. Anyway, it's fine. Chad can do that. Uh, I'm not gonna let him do the the dog mouth thing. He just does. He just turns into fog with eyes. We should at some point find a way to play Vampire the Masquerade with someone who will let me be Gregory Pasta Visual. <laughs> Yeah, and and maybe to be Chad Chad Kilotepish, who is he's like the fourth cousin of Dracula. <laughs> he knows him, but they've only met a few times. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, he and he and, that, and to counter you saying he, that Grigori's got like a bear build, he's like buff. So so that's probably how they they probably met like working out or something because they both have <laughs> sculpted bodies. Yeah. So they met at the gym. Um, Chad, I'm gonna say he has the body of, like, it's not, like, super crazy. I wanna say, like, uh, just like a Sugimoto Golden Kamui, where he's just got, like, he's got defined muscles, but it's not super over the top. He's muscular, but he's lean. Yeah. He's built for athletics. Right. He's built, exactly, he's built for athletics. Whereas Grigori's built for more, like... He's built for power. Yeah, for, like, kicking logs around or whatever they do in those strongman competitions. Yeah, he's, he's you know, he's, he's big and he's got a bit of a gut, but he doesn't have defined yeah. muscles. Yeah. I also think he only wears pants. He only wears yeah. pants. Chad wears shorts, and he's always got, like, one of those, like, really, like, skimpy tank tops on. Yeah, Grigor- and, and And for some reason in my head, there is, all of his clothes are, like, like bright 80s neons. Yeah. It just seems appropriate. I think I think that the Grigori only wears blue jeans. That makes sense. No shoes, that no shirt. About right. No shoes. No shoes. Oh. Uh, and he has bug feet attached to his human legs. Well, I guess that that's a good reason for him not wearing shoes then. Yeah. So he can walk on walls. So wait, he's got hu- he's got human legs, but bug feet. How does those attach? <laughs> Very poorly. That's why he wears the pants. <laughs> they're they're like cuffed at the bottom, so they're tight to his ankles, so you can't see. How. Like, how does those tiny feet support his human weight? Um, well, he's... He'd be, they're not, like, bug-sized. But they're still, like, skinny. Yeah. They give him the power to walk on walls. I don't think that's how it works. I think he'd be too heavy. <laughs> well, he's already magical, so it's fine. I guess. Can he, like, levitate? 
Can he fly? Does he have bug wings? Uh, I think I think I feel like I said he did, but I don't remember. Okay, so he can fly with his mosquito wings. Yeah. Chad 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 can't, but he can turn into smog. So it's maybe when he's in when he's fully like a eye smog, maybe then he can sort of levitate and follow Grigori around in their nighttime adventures. Can can the smog also be rainbow neon? No, but it does have like sparkles. Okay. Rainbow sparkles. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think that we're excellent character designers. See, here's the thing. They're not overpowered. They're just confusing. <laughs> See, like, if there was, like, a Chad and Grigori show, the, the tagline of the show would be not overpowered, just confusing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, Grayson. Yes. Where can people find us? People can find us at obmonstercast at Twitter. Or they can email us at ourbeautifulmonster at gmail.com. Uh, Katie, what should people do when they're done listening to our thing? They should uh, rate and review, subscribe to the podcast, and they should tell other people to listen and do the same thing. All right. And have a nice day. Yeah. You have a nice yeah. day. You, listener, have a nice day. Yeah. Um, and uh, Stay in school. Or don't. I'm not your mom. No, stay in school. Mm-hmm. I don't think you should. If you if, you, if you're miserable in school and you don't want to be in school anymore, stop being in school. I mean, if it, it's college, but if it's like grade school, then stay in school. Well, okay, yeah, it's I guess. important. It's important to get high school education. Yeah. Grayson. Yes. I got one more question for you. Okay. What are we going to talk about next time? Next time, we're going to talk about Sans from Undertale. <laughs> oh no, not Sans Undertale. <laughs> no, we're we're cutting we're cutting all of this. Bye. Bye.